Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hi friends, welcome back to the pod. I'm here to talk to you about migraines today. And not just migraines, migraine and chronic pain and silent illnesses and uh, so much that hasn't even registered in my life because I've just been so used to dealing with it that it wasn't even until this last year, I think, that I even acknowledge that I've been dealing with chronic pain or a silent illness for the better half of my life. So I've had migraine since, you know, I don't, I don't know, like 12, 13, something like that, at least 10 years, 12 years, something, something around that time frame. And I've had them for so long now that they're just a part of my life. Like they're just a part of my reality, my experience. I'm so used to dealing with them. I don't even really think twice about it because I'm just used to it, right? And that that just becomes true of anything that is such an ingrained part of your experience. Migraines are a very ingrained part of my experience for sure. And I don't know anybody else and I didn't grow up with anybody else who struggles or suffers from them. And I always felt very, very isolated in dealing with my migraine. And if you've listened to some of my other episodes, you know, I also felt isolated in my body and in a few other ways. So, you know, it's just, it's odd getting older and piecing together all of these parts of your younger years and your childhood and just how much all of these different things impacted your experience. So, I always suffered pretty much silently from my migraines because nobody understood. And all the time people would just reduce them to headaches, would not be able to understand why I appeared to be in so much pain when there was nothing visibly wrong with me. And that's what we mean when we say silent illnesses, things that can't be seen um, in an obvious way. Um, And then also if someone doesn't have migraine, then they've only experienced headaches. And migraine's not just headaches. Um, It's a lot more than that. And I'll talk about that in a second. But it's not just a headache. But if you don't deal with it, then you're only familiar with headaches. And so then the person equates the migraine to a headache because that's the extent of their experience. And they can't understand why you appear to be in so much pain or why you have to cancel plans, why you can't do something, you know, why you're irritable, why you're tired, um, or whatever it is. And I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've had to cancel plans and I've done it 
so rarely over the years because of the guilt that I have associated with the way other people perceive migraine. Um, And it's something I'm trying to take back now, not feeling badly about having to just freaking take care of myself, but it's hard. And my whole life, I barely ever canceled plans ever, ever because I felt so bad and people just didn't understand. But the times that I have had to cancel things, people have mostly not been understanding. Like only a small handful of times have people genuinely been understanding and not passive aggressive or not imposing guilt or judgment or, you know, shaming me for having to cancel. But here's the thing, like when I get my migraine, so I get aura before my migraine, which means I start to feel a little off, a little uneasy, either many hours before or, um, you know, up to a day before the migraine actually hits. Um, my vision gets a little bit odd. Uh, it goes a little bit blurry. I see some light flashes um, occasionally and I just feel off and I know the feeling well and I know that that means that I'm going to get a migraine. And then within a few hours to a day, the migraine hits and the migraine feels... Um, awful. And, you know, I, I share this like not, not for any sort of complaining or, or pity or whatever it is, but just to say that this is, you know, it's truly what it feels like. And I hope that people listening who have similar pain or, or other silent illnesses can even take comfort in hearing someone else just acknowledge how awful it is. And, it truly is awful. Like I have wanted to just smash my head like into the wall um, because the pain is so unbearable. I, I usually get them on the right side of my head, but it goes back and forth sometimes. The throbbing is unbearable. The stabbing pain is unbearable. I'm nauseous with them and I usually vomit, um, which means taking uh, meds for them can also be very difficult. Um, and it's it's unrelenting is the other thing. I don't, you know, you don't know how long it might last. I've had migraine for a few hours up to many, many days of having a migraine. I know others who, now, now in my life, I know others who'd suffer from migraine who have constant low-grade migraine all the time. I've been through those phases in my life as well. Um, and they're triggered by all sorts of different things. Uh, doctors don't know all that much about them. There's a lot of guessing in what causes them. And I've done all of it. I've done, you know, food tracking, allergy testing, elimination diets, uh, migraine journals. And I find that all sorts of different things trigger me. One of my biggest ones is stress. And that's true of my body in general, my body has strong physical reactions to stress and always has. I get very sick when I am very, very stressed. And I find that my migraines are worse um, when I am. I also find that mine come and go. So I go through phases where I'll have months and months migraine free, and then they come back into my life and I might have one or two migraines a week. And that's also hard for people to understand because it's like, oh, I went from not suffering at all for four months to now I'm really suffering and struggling. And the thing about migraine is they're completely debilitating. I can't, I can't work, let alone, you know, leave the room. Like I truly need to be in 
complete darkness and complete silence with no sense around me except maybe like peppermint or lavender um and just in the dark completely in the dark and they are fully debilitating in that way and then they're also they're exhausting they're exhausting on the body so I'll have a migraine and then for the next day or two or even longer I feel almost like hungover um just sort of inefficient and tired like my body just did you know fought a little war um which in a lot of ways it did so and I share all this again so that others who have experienced the same can find some comfort I hope in knowing that they're not alone in that feeling and that other people you know, if you know someone who deals with migraine, you know someone who has a silent illness, to, to just know that this experience is real. You know, we don't, or I'll speak for myself, I don't want to cancel plans. I don't want to not be able to do my work. I don't want to bail on my friends. I don't want to have migraine at all. You know, it's not something that we make up. And um, that sort of claim and the claim that comes often with silent illnesses, that it's all just a big facade or that, you know, it's for attention or an excuse to get out of something is, is fully ableist. It's a fully ableist way of thinking. And just because an illness can't be seen doesn't mean the person isn't, isn't experiencing it or suffering from it. And so, you know, I want this also to serve to others who don't deal with silent illnesses of any kind, um, to maybe have more space for understanding um, and compassion towards those who do, just at the bare minimum and just believing, just believing them in their experience because it really is hard. And in the last year, I've made a conscious effort to do a few things. One, I have, I guess, acknowledged that I even suffer from them. I, I don't, I'm trying not to be as ashamed because I really have carried this shame with me about suffering from my migraines for years and years because again I feel guilty about canceling and I I know people don't understand and I'm I'm trying slowly to get rid and and release that thought pattern and allow myself to just take care of myself and not feel guilty when I have to say no or cancel a plan because I have a migraine it's not my fault if I have a migraine I have a migraine and I need for people to understand that, you know, not just about me, but for others and for the sake of other people as well. Um, Not to ostracize and shame and mock people who claim to be in pain just because you can't see that their leg is broken, for example. So that's one thing I've been trying to do is just acknowledge, acknowledge that I've even been suffering and and it's been really powerful like there were months ago that I I was on the tail end of a really bad phase of getting migraine and I I had a migraine for days and days to the point where I it was driving me honestly mad it was it was um really difficult and when it finally broke I totally had a breakdown I, I I had this moment where I just I realized how much um, having migraines have impacted my life, like how many things that I, I have missed out on, um, and, or had to cancel and how much it's impacted my relationships, you know, with my family and my friends, um, 
how much, how many hours I've spent um, just like suffering from a migraine attack or trying to sleep one off. And I just felt overwhelmed with this. Like I allowed myself to feel all of that for the first time. And it was really powerful and felt very cathartic and also made me angry. I was like, I can't believe that, you know, I haven't felt safe and comfortable to acknowledge this because it's not like it's not like I asked for these migraines like it's not like I want to have this it's not something I can control and it's not my fault that I have them and so what is with the guilt association that comes along with them I I, I don't want to be in that state of mind anymore and I don't want anybody to be in that state of mind because it's unnecessarily damaging And there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to speak up about our experiences. And there's also no reason that they shouldn't be believed by others. So it's been those two things, you know, trying to just acknowledge it for myself and then also negating the shame in expressing it to others and just giving myself the space to take care of myself and say no when I can't do something and, um, if I know something is likely to trigger a migraine, I'm not going to go and that's okay. Like I'm allowed to do that. That's my right to take care of myself. Like my self-preservation has to be a priority in my life. And again, as someone who has fallen into the pattern of people pleasing, which we've talked about on this pod before, it's so easy for me to constantly want to appease others. And, you know, I'll show up with a freaking migraine, not even remember what happened because I'm not even there because I'm in so much pain that the whole thing was like a blur at the end just to appease somewhat somebody else in me not canceling (laughs) or like me being able enough, which is why we talk about ableism to do with, to do the thing, to show up, to be there, whatever it is. And because of that, I've taught classes workshops with migraines. I've filmed yoga classes with migraines. I've done speaking engagements with migraines. I've done things that were supposed to be, you know, fun (laughs) with migraine and events, all sorts of things. And I can't even remember doing them. And I don't even know how I got through doing them. And I just powered through. And I'm at this point in my life where I don't want that anymore. I'm not trying um, to just power through. And I, I just did this I just did another pod on hustling versus aligning, which will be out before or after this pod. And it's the same thing. It's the same concept. I'm done with this like constant rat race. Like, no, I want to take care of myself. I want to feel good in my body. I want to do what I need to do to respect my health and my well-being. And that means saying no sometimes when I have a freaking migraine, that isn't my fault, you know? And again, I say that because I hope that that helps give some support for someone else. And there are endless types of chronic pain, endless types of chronic or rather silent illnesses. And I hope that this just opens some perspective and opens some minds to validating what you're going through yourself and also being able to validate the experience of someone else just by believing them and not shutting them down and not shaming them. And it's something I haven't heard people talk about a whole lot until recent years, but, you know, we're finally starting to talk about health in a more holistic way. We're finally starting to talk about mental health and all of this plays a part of that. All of this is holistic. All of it is intersectional. All of it, 
you know, feeds the other part. Me having the autonomy and being able to say no or cancel a plan because I need to take care of myself because I have a migraine is just a way to better and boost your entire well-being. Um, Autonomy is important and being able to self-govern is essential. We can't be feeling shame about that. And we especially can't be feeling shame about things that are out of our control. And I'm also so tired of the the snap out of it, right? Just because someone hasn't experienced it and can't see it. It's like, oh, just get over it. Just get over it. Well, trust me, if I could just get over these migraines, I would. (laughs) And I know that people, other people with chronic illnesses or silent illnesses feel the same. So that's just been part of my experience and where my thoughts are now. And I'm kind of putting my foot down on allowing it to cause guilt in my life and getting to a point where I can just accept that if someone doesn't understand, then they just don't understand. But that doesn't mean I'm going to compromise my well-being just because they can't create the space or have the space to understand and, and believe my own experience. So I hope that that's helpful in validating some of your experiences and perhaps giving you some perspective on the experiences of other people and maybe some people in your lives um, who you can now better support, right? Cool. So thank you so much for listening, for tuning in as always. I'm loving doing the pod and just thank you so much for interacting and engaging in all of the ways that you do. And actually speaking of migraine, that wasn't planned. <laughs> it's actually just dawned on me. Speaking of migraine, I've I've launched... I'm sure some of you know that I've launched my own online class platform on my website. So it's studio.danafalsetti.com. And it's a pay what you can platform. You can name your own price for a monthly subscription for unlimited access to lots of diverse content, all different kinds of yoga classes, and everything is also fully captioned um, just in English for now. But the captions are there. So if you know someone uh, in the deaf or hard of hearing community, that content is also accessible to them. And I bring that up to say that I actually have a class specifically for migraine coming out in a couple of weeks because it's something that I need and I'm sure other people need as well. And that's what I'm really trying to do with this platform is fill some of the gaps in the wellness world that I've seen um, after working in it for the last few years. And I see a lot of space for more accessibility and I'm so happy to, to hop on the accessibility train with the others who have been doing that work. Um, and just doing the things that resonate with me, which is providing content to people with the types of chronic pain that I have dealt with, um, you know, who need the same things that I have needed, um, and wish I had more support for over the years as well. So feel free to check that out. If that sounds interesting to you, there's everything from chair yoga classes to wrist-free classes to inversions and arm balances, beginner flows. It's suitable for, Um, really all levels. So I'm excited about that as well. So thanks again for listening. I will catch you next time. Please remember to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And I think that's it. Peace. Hi friends, Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, danafalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.